We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Falcon fans, we know you love football, and I'm sure you love college football. And each week, Anthony Goldman and I, as well as friends and guests, get together and talk college football on the College Football Debrief. That's right, John, and of course, you'll get game recaps, game breakdowns, inside analysis on coaching. But the most fun part about this, it's two guys talking college football that love college football and are passionate about the game. You can catch our podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, whatever your podcatcher is. And, rumor has it, Anthony and I will have a tailgating segment. Fly up the stakes, Anthony. Can't wait, John. Got the smoker going. It's College Football Debrief. Everything you want to know about college football and more. On your phone, laptop, mobile device, any streaming service you desire, John, we are there. It's the College Football Debrief. Hey, fellas, that old old punk LG's ducked out, right? Yeah. I'm eating some chips, but I'm ready whenever y'all are ready. All right, man. All right. Let's go ahead and get this over with. Get into it. All right. Let's do it. All right. You through smacking? (laughs) One more. One more round. All right. Remember the last one. (laughs) You have a mute button, so... <laughs> You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast with Rock Hoop Q, Aries Falcon, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up, what's up, what's up, and welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I'm joined with my boy Q in the house. What's going on, Q? Trying to clean house. Everybody got to go. Everybody got to go. The meats are off. Everybody got to go. Trying to clean house. <laughs> yep, fire still. Everything's got to go. Everything must go. All right, I feel you, man. And uh, keeping it sexy, LG's not here. Uh, I guess he had to go too, so they got rid of his ass. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure about who, but uh, my boy from the call him from the West Coast, Mr. Notorious Vidmaker, Mr. Aries Falcons in the house. What's up, Aries? What's up, man? You know, I would wish Muhammad Sanu all the best, but I, but I, I hope they don't win another fucking game. All right. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's, yeah, but you know they are, man. You might as well go ahead and congratulate them. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and congratulate them, man. I, good for him, man. Good for him. That's all I can say. It's good for him. Yeah, man, because he's going to get a Super Bowl ring very soon. Yeah, that's what he wanted. 
That's what he's gonna get, man. So I'm sure he's happy. Didn't want to see them do it again. I mean, can you imagine the Patriots with what what seven? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, man. Don't remember was that uh, was that Claiborne that went and got one? This yeah. The second, second time they stole somebody from a second Super Bowl ring. Got it yet? Now come on now. <laughs> ain't got it yet. <laughs> it ain't, yeah, they ain't got it yet. Anything can happen, but it's looking like they're on track. They, hey, get it. they ain't got it yet, but they've been looking good with so far with nobodies. And now you actually have a, a receiver that is a somebody. I mean, I know, I know Josh Gordon's been hurt, and he might come back sooner rather than later, but now he puts a new one there, man. Oh, man, they're looking good. They don't worry about They're not care. They're, they're not, they're, they're, they are not worried about Antonio Brown right now. No. Uh, he's just a piece. He thought he was a superstar. I was like, dude, you're just a piece. They wasn't worried about worried about Tony Brown to get start with. It was like, you know what? If if we if he behaves and, and we win, good. You know, it's a win for us. If Great. We got to cut him. But we ain't losing nothing. So, <laughs> no, it's true, man. That that's a, that's a well tuned running machine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we you know we all love to hate hate them, but they're the evil empire. But they get it done. So, uh. <laughs> but all right, everybody, want to welcome you to the Wilson Falcons podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can also send us a text message, man. You want to chop it up with us? Ask us a question. Tell us how you feel. I know it's not live yet, but uh, we'll answer it on the next episode. And you can send us a text at 404-919-8683. All right, fellas. Another loss. Another show. And it, it seems to me that it keeps getting worse and worse. You know, I'm starting to expect the losses, to be honest. I am too, but I'm like, I never think they were going to be as bad, bad, worse as the last one. But there are. <laughs> Just as you think they hit rock bottom... Oh, they found another level to hit, man. What's up with that? I have no clue. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, man, we let um, we let um, the Rams come in here and Todd Gurley and every that old crew and just embarrass us. And uh, but there were some highlights though, you know, Jalen Ramsey's uh, first game as a Ram and uh, the, the matchup between him and Julio was cool to watch, wouldn't you say? I would say that that was the only thing about the game that kept me intrigued. I, You know, I went out Saturday night and I didn't even get up early enough to watch it to be honest. Oh, wow. Aries, that's two weekends in a row, man. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, man, they got to check your Falcons card, man. Whoa, 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 hold on. He's <laughs> like, can we see that car for a minute there? <laughs> you get it back, we're going to punch some holes in it. You know how they do when they put you over. about to be tattooed on my leg while you bullshit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, fellas, so we got humiliated yet again. And, um, yeah, it's getting ugly out there. And uh, a change is coming. It has to come, but uh, let's just talk about some good, bad, and ugly. You know, I'm sure it'll be a short version, but uh, we can skip over the good, then running over to the bad. <laughs> we can actually skip over the good. I, I don't. I don't even have a good. I mean, 
That can be so bad. I don't have a good. I mean, yeah. If anybody can come up with a good, I'd be interested to hear it. But I mean, the offense didn't put up any points. The defense let up a lot of points. Matt Ryan got hurt. Win the ring. That's the only good I see. <laughs> it's a new. Uh, well. Well, right, let's talk about that as, as the new then real quick. Let's just run through that real quick. All right. The good, the bad, the ugly. We're going to talk about the new getting traded. It's a new trade to the Patriots. I haven't heard anything about money. I guess money doesn't even matter at this point as long as you can, you know, feed your family and get a Super Bowl ring. That's probably all Sanu cares about. Right. That's, that's, that's about, that's, that's my only good. Sanu has the potential of getting a Super Bowl ring which he wasn't going to do this season with the Falcons. He sure wasn't. So, that's the only good. He's got an opportunity to win one. Well, I mean, I hope he, I, mean, I hope he don't, but you know, he's got the opportunity. Yeah. There's nobody in England win another one. Nobody. Except for I'm rooting. I'm actually, I'm actually rooting for Sanu to get one. We don't know. But they got the Georgia Georgia Bulldogs, Sonny Michelle on that team. Now they got Muhammad Sanu, one of the standout wide receivers for the team. Right. I'm just glad it wasn't Ridley or Julio. But at the same time, though, it is Sanu, and I think Sanu can do some damage. And you got to remember the the Patriots are playing for the future. So when Josh Gordon, Sanu. And you know they have two other. Uh, Edelman is injured. Edelman's back on the field. Now you're talking about a a New England uh, Patriots offense that is dangerous. Yeah. And, and Tom Brady in the equation and Bill Belichick, they're gonna be dangerous. So when they get healthy, which might not be this week or next week, a few weeks down the line, right. man, you got to worry about them. Well, to add insult to injury, just when you thought that, well, maybe. If we even had an inkling of a time to turn this around, it, you know that that just made it worse. Tank for the season. <laughs> Tank for the season. But that, 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 that's, that, 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 that's the word on Twitter is that trading some new will is causing them to is saying they're going to tank this season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've heard that too, but then I also heard that you know that's what they were saying. That's what they were saying on Atlanta radio. It's it's throwing in the in the towel and just trying to do what you can do with what you have. You know, like what do we get a second round pick for Sanu? So right, and just yeah. in case, and just in case anybody didn't know already, Mohammed Sanu was traded to the Patriots this morning, and uh, I heard you know Belichick was really. Uh, talking about him about a year ago and, and wanting him to get uh, Sanu, his hands on Sanu for a while. He, uh, I heard a little audio about him. He was talking about him, man. He, was, he sounded kind of creepy about it. If you because it. he has so, you know, he his his voice does not go up. You know what I'm saying? I know, up man. In your <laughs> I know. He was like, he. Let me see if I can do it. He was like. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a phenomenal player, and uh, he's you know he he can he's so multi talented, and uh, he his hands oh he guy had some hands on him, and he's so you know such a great asset to have and a phenomenal player. <laughs> I was like, man, that gave me the creeps. 
but that was Belichick, man. But hey, his 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 dream came true, and you sealed the. Uh, did you guys see the the tweet between Brady and Sanu? No, no. What did it say? Tom Tom said, uh, "See you soon." And then um, here, let me pull it up and make sure he said. Um, I think he said, "See you soon." And then I think Muhammad put L L F G. Exclamation point. What does that mean, Aries? L L. I don't know. Let me see. I'm thinking it means let's fucking go. Yeah. Yep. That, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, they're ready to do this, man. And Muhammad's ready to get that, that ring for show. And uh, yeah. So that's great. We just keep helping the Patriots along. Nice. All right. Uh, Q. Let's get a bad going. You got a bad? Yeah. yeah. My bad was the, the offense. I mean, we got no hardly any points. I mean, you had a, a Rams team that lost three games in a row coming into this game. So I was like, oh, well, I actually thought we had a chance of winning this game. I'm kind of like, this is almost kind of like the, 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 the Eagles game. I'm kind of like, we have a chance of winning this game. And if the Rams stay true to who they are, we might can beat them. But nope, nope. The Rams just killed us. And I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Aries, what was your bad of, of this? Well, I know you didn't see the game, but what from what you heard? I, I, caught, I caught most of it. Um, well, not most of it. I caught some of it. Um, All right. From the, you know, watching it, somebody was streaming it on Facebook. So I don't like that if I don't get to a bar in time. Okay. And what I saw, it was it was chaos. Matt Matt didn't have no time to throw the ball. No, like he was getting trampled. So it it, it, it was bad offensive line work. That's, that's why I'm gonna I'm say it was bad offensive line. Matt got sacked five times, man, and they got him killed. We knew it was going to happen sooner or later. They were going to get him killed, man, or injured, and that's what damn happened. Yep. They didn't. Hoop called that one. Hoop said that was going to happen. Hoop called that one. Yeah, I mean that offensive line was just—it's just not working. It's you not. know, they thought they'd make the right changes, but apparently they was wrong. Yeah, man. So, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. All right. Really. Uh, well, my bad. Since there's so many bad, so much bad to go around, I guess my bad. Um, has to go to Matt Bryant again, man, for missing two field goals in this game. Yeah, this is just falling apart piece by piece. It is, man. Is it just a sad state when your most reliable player, which is your kicker, who's been money all this time, and he's starting to miss, man. It's like, what happened, Matt? You used to be beautiful, man. What the? <laughs> what, what, what happened? But I think it's just whatever the morale is affecting everybody. He, well, Matt Bryant's old, and that's why they tried to get away from him. But they end up having to come back to him because the young players couldn't get it done. So I honestly hope, I honestly hope, I pray, I pray if anything happens this offseason, what's his name, Ricardo Blankenship? Yes. At Georgia? I hope he, I hope they can sign that kid somehow, some way. Well, because the Matt Bryant experience is over. We 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 went back to him and we experienced it, but it's over. And we should have known it was over last year when 
he tried to kick a 50-yard field goal and pulled a hamstring. I mean, we had to know it was over then, but people wanted it, and the Falcons listened, and, you know, they thought maybe listening would fill some seats or, you know, do something. But it hasn't worked out, and it's time to move on. Well, they realized you know, with Tavecchio that they made a mistake because, you know, he kept screwing the pooch before he even started the, the regular season. It's crazy because the, towards the end of the season and preseason, he was doing pretty freaking good. He was. He was. Man. I mean, he was hitting yarders. Like, he felt comfortable back there. Right. And then the season, I mean, he, he's missing every, everything from close range and all, and all that. Yep. So that's why they went back to Matt because, you know, well, the fan base, of course, but, you know, he was more, they knew he, that what, well, they thought they knew how reliable he was. But I'm not br- blaming Matt Bryan on this. But I will say, Q, ah, every time you say something, Q, it tends to come true, man. Because I speak the truth, though. But go ahead. <laughs> Tell me what I said that came true. Well, I'm like uh, you, Negro you, Dumbass. But go ahead. You are Negro Dumbass because you, you you said the truth about Vic Beasley back in the day, and we wasn't trying to hear it. We even we, you know, made fun of you about it. You were right about no, that. I, I was giving Vic the benefit of the doubt. That's the thing. Yeah. Not oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you guys definitely owe me an apology, especially after you played that video and did all that remix stuff. Oh, that was cold. Y'all owe me an apology. <laughs> but I told you Big Beasley was sorry. And now they're trying to trade that fool and can't even find a place to trade him to. That's how sorry he is, man. And then yeah. watch that clip that I posted in the chat. Yes. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're really gonna get to that. And uh, you were also right about, um, yeah, man. So you was right about uh, who else? Well, you what was the, the other defense. thing? I was right about Vic. What was that? What else was I right about? The defense. The defense. Yeah. <laughs> but anybody saw that coming though? We didn't do anything in the off season. The only thing that surprises me is the offensive line. I felt like they did try to work on the offensive line, but the offensive line is just as bad as the defense. I was like, man. I don't even want to say what I uh, truly feel because I'd have to use bad words. I mean, I'm a God-fearing man. <laughs> I'm a God-fearing man now, Rock. I change my ways. All right, so man. I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to say double is offensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are delivered. I don't want to turn into uh, Reverend Money Love from Martin, but let me just tell you, though, this offensive line is horrible. This defense is horrible. And... I don't know what's going on with Matt Ryan this year. He's putting up big time numbers, but those big time numbers aren't equaling points. I mean, look at the points. Look at the points. I mean, we go from doing thirty to ten. I mean, like that's oh my goodness. I don't, I don't understand. They put up thirty points in the last two games, right? You know, besides the Ram, he put up thirty points. So, yeah, Matt's fine. Hey, his his numbers are there to where if we if we were six and one. It'd be a different story. Right. Then he'd have been in the race for MVP. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I I mean, well I'll, I'll in the race, but he would be in the talks for MVP. So yeah, I blame that on on Dirk Carter. That's what yeah. I blame for that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, Sharkeesian was doing better at this point than Dirk is right now. So that's crazy, but true. And all you of know, them, everybody that DQ fired was doing better than we are now. 
even the special teams coach we had before was doing better than this chump he has now. But that's what I was trying to tell you guys going into this season. I tried to say him as nicely as I could without being like a hater for the Falcons. I was like, yo, look what they've done. This is going to be a bad team this year. Did I think they'd be this bad? Oh, hell no. Yeah, I don't think And the worst part about it, the worst part about it is I feel like that was the easy part of the schedule. I thought maybe we could steal some games and we have a winning record right now. And then in the second part of the season, it would fall apart. Man, it fell apart in the first half of the season, and now I'm, I'm like, oh, the second part of the season is going to be in the Bears. Now, now, now it's going to be ridiculous because looking at the Panthers, they're, they're on a roll. Their defense is playing lights out. Right. You know, they're leading the league in that. Yep. And um, the Saints. Saints actually good. Sacks and Pitt. Say that again. Mistaken. Say that again. You cut out. Say that again, Aries. Oh, he was saying I, I, Carolina leads the league in sacks, and he thinks maybe picks as well. Their defense, sure, but yeah, right. Yeah, and they're probably they're probably in a better place too without Cam Newton because Cam Newton, Cam Newton to me. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Get the beat, the the bleep button ready. Cam Newton <laughs> is a fucking loser. Cam Newton is a is a fucking weirdo ass loser. I can show the signs of being a good quarterback, but when you really look at his gameplay, especially after that Super Bowl he went to, when he went dive on that fumble, I don't believe in Cam Newton. I lost all respect for Cam Newton. He's a loser. You know, I hope the next time he gets in a car accident and his truck rolls over, that idiot dies. Wow. Carolina, Carolina, be better without him. He is a loser among losers, and Carolina's in a better spot without him. He can be replaced, and Carolina can do better. I'm open, Cam Noon, man. Uh, Maurice and Angelina, uh, the comments of Q does not reflect the staff and faculty of the Wilson Falcons. I told you. Hey, man, it's the truth, man. Cam Noon is so, not a was not a superstar. Say so what, Aries? Look, I told y'all, Cam is on the is on the downward slide. He's not as bad as as. Uh, Eli Manning was, but he's still on that downward slope. So, with this guy coming in, do you actually want to switch? Even if Cam gets healthy, do you really want to switch? Hell no! They Cam are. He's, he's, he's not willing to go out there and play on the line. No. Exactly. So, look at Matt Ryan, how many games he played between injuries. I know there's a good chance. I think it's a 100% chance now. They've already ruled Matt out for next week, right? Not so Matt, I think I, I think I'm not I thought sure. they officially moved him out for next week. No, not official. But even if they haven't, though, I mean Matt Matt is more durable than Cam. Matt's willing to do more than Cam's willing to do. I mean Cam is just Cam no, is not a, a guy you want on your football team if you're looking at a at a, at a quarterback that's willing to lead your I'm team. Not, is not willing I'm to sacrifice. At you, I'm not to correct you on that. I don't, as far as durability, I don't think so. It's just. Cam has taken a lot more hits than Matt. Matt has been smart enough to get down when he has to. Cam will try to knock you over and keep going. And as a quarterback, you can't keep taking those shots week in and week out, year after year, and, and think everything's going to be okay. I, re- I, I respect Cam when he takes those hits and he tries to knock people over. I can't but, respect Cam when, in the Super Bowl when there was a fumble right in front of his feet and he didn't even try to go and dive for it. You know that's that's the first time Cam came on my radar, and I was like, "Damn, Cam, that that wow, cool, man, what you?" Um, Super Bowl mishap. Okay, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm gonna leave that one alone, but I'm not talking about a Super Bowl mishap ever. Right. You call that a mishap? You call that a mishap? Cam could have dived out and picked up that ball, oh, and kept the kept the, kept the drive going for his team. But the point is, I'm not talking about how a team will perform or a player performs in the Super Bowl and yeah. think it's a and then down talking because of what he did. That's what I'm not doing because of what happened to us. Thank so you. that's that's off the table. But I'm saying right then. All right, then I'm gonna keep it honest too. I don't like his outfits after the game. <laughs> I'm Nigga looks crazy, man. I gotta say it. He looks crazy. His performance has gone has gone downhill. He's not the same player he was year one, year two. And the fact that he's taken so many shots this early in his career is what's what's bringing him down. So when we let me let me ask a question that we would never think we would ever even even consider. Let me ask you a question we wouldn't even consider. Who's going to have a better NFL career, Cam Newton or Jameis Winston? Who's had a better NFL career? Who will? Who will at this at this point going forward right now? Right now, right now, Winston's on his way out. He's not at the end of this year. He's not going to be in Tampa Bay anymore. Cam Newton will still be in Carolina. So that'll tell you right there. Okay. Well, the, well, both those things are to be to be determined. I mean, no, no. to be determined, but I think I think Aaron Carolina's going to get sick of Cam soon. And Bruce Aarons can't fix you. I mean, but true. But when when you've given up more turnovers than a single team all year in one game, your career is over. Hey. Sorry, but they still have a better record than the Atlanta Falcons, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who would have thought that? And yep. it, exactly. And then this is was a Falcons podcast. So let's talk about the Falcons, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing around the league, my bad. <laughs> no, man. We're still in the good, bad, and ugly. But I got I, I switched it up though. We're gonna we're gonna do an ugly, but we can just do a special edition ugly. And I wanna make it about Mr. Vic Beasley. So we can go into two parts. Now, we all had our comments about Mr. Vic Beasley. We've watched him over the last four or five, four and a half years and made our own, you know, assessments that this dude just doesn't have what it takes. And um, Dan Quinn went on the line and said that uh, he's going to work with him one on one, more of a hands on approach, and he's either going to love him or hate him. Well, I think it came back that. he well not hate, but I don't think Vic appreciated that because uh, the sources said word through the vape grapevine is that the reason that Vic didn't come to work with Dan in the training camp was that he was embarrassed by what Quinn said, and so for that reason he's you know he didn't want to go and do it. He's like, well, I can do it and find my own guy and get better. And uh, we see what the outcome of that is. At the time, go ahead, Aries. I mean, why not at that time? Would you come when you kind of work with a well at that time? You know, a defensive guru, right? You know, and not improve. So do you? And then, and then he was. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the interview. They interviewed him, and and, and they were talking to him about being on the trading block and. And does he feel he let the coach Dan down? And he said that he felt like he let Dan down and the team down. And uh, 
He said, I know I'm on the trading block. They feel like they need to train me, so be it. But there's so many other guys here that, you know, deserve to do a lot better and stuff. And he, he looked sad and pathetic is what he was. I mean, I feel like we got the players in this room to win games. And um, definitely capable of winning games. Um, I don't, I, I feel like, like I said, you know, if they feel like I need a fresh start, then that's understandable. But I feel like the team here, the players here, definitely capable. You know, the same collective guys that went to the a few years ago. So, I mean, yeah. How do you put your finger on that? I mean, do you, do you guys feel sorry for him? Hell no. No, hell no. He had many years to get together, and he didn't. That is true. And uh, and going off what Aries sent out, uh, an old friend to the show, uh, the big hit, um, Chuck Smith, <laughs> has a video out that's on YouTube pretty much going in on Tack and Vic. That's the one you were talking about, right, Aries? Yeah, yeah. Q, did you watch it? No, I didn't get a chance to see it. Oh, you need to go watch it real quick. It's only like a five-minute video. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I will watch it, but well, basically, but Chuck, I will check it out. Basically, Chuck Smith said that Vic. Well, he, he didn't basically say it. He said it. He said Vic Bisley can't play, and uh, he's like, he 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 should be ashamed of himself because no, it's not working. And let me just talk a little bit about Vic. I ain't gonna take too much time. Take your time. Vic Beasley can't play. Vic Beasley right now on what? It's 32 NFL, okay, no, 31 NFL teams right now. Vic Beasley probably wouldn't be a starter on most of them. Let's call a spade a spade, Falcon fans. So what I hear from Vic, wham, wham, wham. Now you crying? You ain't putting the work in the off season? I know you, Vic. You act like you don't like the game, but I'm gonna be real as hell with you. You gotta put in the work, man. You don't have a pass rush move. Whose fault is that, Vic? Q didn't encourage you to get a, get a rush move. Q has encouraged you to get a rush move. I can't even blame Dan Quinn for that. I'm not blaming Dan Quinn for Vic Beasley's lack of pass rush production. I'm blaming Vic Beasley. Vic don't work on no skill work. Vic ain't got no moves. Come on now, everybody that's watching, if you knew you had a chance to make $30 million in a year, would you learn some moves? You ain't even gotta come to me. You ain't gotta go to Pete Jenkins or nothing. You ain't gotta go nowhere, even if you don't go to Dan Quinn. Whose fault is it that you can't spin? Whose fault is it that you don't use your arms? So Vic Beasley, you sitting on TV whining about helping Coach Q, all you had to do is put in the work, and Q might not necessarily be in this position. Yeah, 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 along the lines of that, and he was also saying that how, you know what I'm saying, he didn't want to put in the effort to, to, uh, to get better. Like, he doesn't have any moves, and he's like, what kind of defensive player don't have any moves? You don't you don't use your hands. Like, he was just putting them on blast. He was just, he was just calling them out for in what it was, which is true, you know? And then he got on tack a little bit. As a matter of fact, everything I just said, same on a few years shorter for Tack McKinley. Put in the work, Tack. Stop your whining. Stop clowning with yourself on Twitter tomorrow. I'm a DN. He got on his uh, social, on his uh, profile, I'm a DN that don't get sacks. It drives me crazy, man, yeah. with, with the, this grandstanding with cats. No. Tack, you watch guys use moves. Y'all yeah. watching, y'all see what um, DeMarcus Lawrence is doing? Y'all see what these guys that are doing getting sacks, man. So I, to me, all that wine and Vic Beasley, for real, you, you basically just exposing yourself, man. Yeah. But, uh, he told Tack to cut it out with all the, 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 the tweets and stuff. 
Yeah, the social media because you know he he, he changed his handle. His handle I'm a D and that almost gets sacked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chuck was mad. He was like, "Miss me with all that, man." He's like, "Show me, man. Show me the progress. Be, you know, be what you, you said you are, or whatever." Yeah, I mean, Pax got a better shot at, at becoming a, a better defensive end than uh, Zavik does. He does. I agree. I agree. And after 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 everything we've seen with Vic, I'm like. For Dan Quinn to go out there this year and pay him, what did he get? Like twelve, over twelve million. Yes. Not only that, twelve million, but the fact that he that he, he's not that good. It would, it would be like having a car that breaks down every single year, and you just going to yourself. You know what? I'm going to throw a lot of money into this car this year, and I'm going to get this car up and running. But at some point, you have to say, you know what? This car is not going to work. It's broken. It's, it can't be fixed. You know, but now it's too little, too late. They wait till they're you know halfway through the season. They try to put this guy on the trading block. It's like, who, who's gonna who's gonna pick up who's gonna pick up Big Beasley? Really? People around the league already know who he is. They see what he can do yep. the past fat, the right. past few seasons and this season. Nobody's gonna pick that fool up. He doesn't be stupid to do it. He's just because right now the only thing he's got going for him is his feet. That's it. Right. He doesn't have inside move. He doesn't have, even have a. a you know what I'm saying? Swim move or nothing. He's just, he tries to beat everybody with his speed and you can't do that in the NFL. Maybe in college you know, when, you, when you're in the SEC, but you can't do that in the NFL. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we've said. That's exactly. what Chuck said. He doesn't have a signature move and he didn't try to get one. He had, so he do you had, think he's going to move? You think, you oh, think yeah. he's going to go somewhere? You think somebody's going to take him or you think he's done? <laughs> I don't I, I, I think he's done. I think they don't resign him at the end of this year. I hope not, because that means a whole new contract. Actually, right? That means a whole new I contract. I think. I think. I think they. Well, because because of his fifth year option, he's due what like twelve point eight million. So right. that's, that's why they're trying to move him. You know. So right. he's he's still on, on his rookie deal. Right. So. And uh, and I think too, man. I look at it like this. I think Quinn went to bat for him. I mean, he likes him. He's a good kid. You know, he's not like a bad dude, but I think it was Quinn's first pick and the guy he really wanted, the first one. And also, I think Quinn knows he's a good dude and he, you know, he has potential. But even I think Quinn has known now that he's definitely not the guy that he thought he was. But I, I didn't. He didn't want. I don't think he wanted to give up on him, and he went to bat for him, even though he knew he wasn't going to make it. So, I think that he just went to bat for him this last time for that option, so that he can get paid. And he knew that either they were going to trade him or Vic just going to quit. Because I don't think Vic, his heart is in, in the NFL. No, he's not. He's not built for the NFL. To be honest, he really isn't. Yeah. I, I and what lost me what was like I said that game against the Saints. And right. Deion Jones exception in the end zone to end the game. He went before he even went to con- congratulate Jones. He congratulated a Saints player. No, fuck right. the Saints. Exactly. So that's why I think that that option that twelve million was was DQ looking out for him, and he's like, well, if I can make him turn around, that'll be great. But he's not going to go anywhere after this, so. This is, you know, for your well, four well, years of service. The XFL, the XFL starts soon, so maybe he'll get picked up by the XFL. 
Yeah, I highly unlikely, but you know, okay. Right. So, all right, Vic, man. Good luck. It was good. Good knowing you. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the shelf next to the other Vic. Hey, I mean, if, 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 except, if you, except people actually love that Vic. People actually love Michael Vic still. <laughs> Not gonna give a damn about Big Beasley. Yeah. Hey, if if, if he's lucky, he can get uh, picked up by the Dolphins. He may, they might, they might, you know. It depends if they have 13 million. No, these coaches learn by other people's mistakes. Big Beasley ain't going anywhere. His NFL career is pretty much done, and he's done it to himself. Yeah, that's that. That's a good way to end the queue. He did it to himself. Yep. All right, let's move on, guys. So uh, we all know the Arthur Blank ain't happy, and uh, you know now he's having to be put on blast and having to make decisions um you know everyone's speculating that you know Quinn's gonna get he's definitely gonna lose his job and some people are saying before the buy some people are saying after the buy some, some people are saying at the end of the season uh, I when, think the end of the season I was gonna ask you you think at the end of the season off the blank although he looks on the sidelines deflated I think he's just that guy that's a good guy. I mean, he gave Jim Mora his chance, fired him at the end of the season. He's fired Smitty at the end of the season. I think he'll fire DQ at the end of the season just because that's that's the man that he is. And I respect that about him. You know, why fire him in the middle of the season? Let it play out. What about you, Aries? What do you think? Um, I think if they don't pick it up around the bye, he's gone. Which is the bye is what, week eight? So after after this after this game, yeah. After this game, if they don't get a win, which I'm, I, I I don't think a win. Do you think they're gonna be the Seahawks this weekend? No. Yeah. Yeah. So I think after after this game, they're gonna cut him. I, I mean, he's gonna get fired. You know, I was thinking that too for a while, but recently, with some new information I've gotten, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think if they don't, yeah. If they don't, then he's gonna he's gonna right out to the end of the season. I think he, well, I think if he wins a few more towards the end of the season, um, they may Arthur may ride him another year or so because I, I heard this on the grapevine through Carl Dukes of ninety two nine the game. He said that an inside source said that Arthur Blank is really mad at Thomas Dimitrov than he is Quinn. Because uh, you know he's like I paid all these money, all this money for all these players, and this is what I got right here. And not just Vic and, and and Beasley, even some guys that we used to talk about on this show. We said that once you play for the Falcons, then you never hear him for him playing for anybody else again. And all the bad picks that he's, he's that Thomas has done, like even back in the Smitty days, <laughs> and that, and he's looking at it more like that. He's also looking more of it like, you know, this is this was a problem even before Dan got here. And he's like, you know, I'm willing. Is he, that's why I think he's more PO'd at Thomas. But uh, that was what Carl Duke said, man. What do y'all think about that? If, even if he is mad at, at Thomas Dimitrov and he fires him instead, well, the next GM is going to want to bring in his coach. Right, somebody that he, that, 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 that he connects with, and then that coach is going to want to bring in his team. So you're looking at a whole a, a, a whole new rebuild, regardless. 
What do you think, you? On who gets fired? I think it's like a, I think it's like a cold case with the police. Sometimes you gotta fire the fire the guys that are working the case and hire some new guys and get some new get some new eyes out there. Right. I wouldn't be disappointed if we get rid of get rid of Dimitrov. Let him go. Let Dan Quinn go. I think it is time for Dimitrov to go. I know. I don't know how he's made it this long with the Falcons, you know. But I think it's time for Dimitrov to go and bring in some entirely new, fresh eyes. I, From I think, top to bottom, fresh eyes would be nice. But let them try to try to work this case. Right. Q, I think it's funny you say that. You don't know how he made it this long. Because I heard also is that the only reason he's here now since uh, Smitty left is because of DQ. Because uh, he was willing to work with Thomas on making draft picks. And that was one of the things they talked about with Arthur. And so that I think rumors were that he was actually going to get rid of him the same time he got rid of Mike Smith for the same reason. But since DQ went to bat for him, is that, yeah, I can work with that dude. Arthur kept him on. So that's what I'm like, hmm, that's an interesting twist. I didn't really think about it that way. What do y'all think about that? I mean, that's an interesting twist. I mean, yeah, I get it, but I mean, he's been here for so long and so many bad busts. I mean, wasn't he here for the, you know, the no second round of Jamal Anderson. Uh, Wasn't he here? I don't know. I thought he came in right around the big, the big time, or right at the end of the big. He was here, and I know he changed positions. I know he was here and he changed positions because I thought he was going to get fired, but then they gave him another position. But oh, it's, it's just trying to move. It's trying to move on from Dimitrov. It is. It is. It's time. It's time for him to clean house. I mean. And not in just, and you're, you're talking about truly cleaning house, getting rid of a, a a general manager, and getting rid of a head coach in the same season. I mean, you're truly cleaning house, and Julio and Matt aren't getting any younger. But I think it's the best thing for them, though. What do you think? Unless unless they keep DQ and, and bring in a true defensive coordinator, that be that's the first thing that needs to happen. Is we need a true defensive coordinator because I'm starting to worry now. Was the Legion of Boom good because of DQ? Was the Legion of Boom good because they were just... He got lucky well, he just got some good players on the field. Well, the Legion of Boom wasn't even formed by DQ. He just knew how to, to manage what he had. Right. That's the thing. He didn't build the, 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 the Legion of Boom. The Legion of Boom was already there when uh, DQ got there. Right. And I think... Uh, well, that's, some, that's something Atlanta Radio doesn't know because Atlanta Radio thinks that DQ built the Legion of Boom and that's that's why they think he got the job. They were like, oh, he's the, he's the guy that built the Legion of Boom, so that's why we hired him. If you listen to Atlanta no, he, Radio, they, that's what they think. Wow. No, he was... he was They were already there. He just knew how to work with the tools he had. So he, he was good at that. Thank you. Working with the tools that he had. Yeah, Q, and, it's, and some of the guys on 92.9, they said the same thing. They know he didn't he didn't make them, but he worked with them like what Aries was saying. Like John Fricky and those guys. So obviously we don't have a legion of boob here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we ain't got a legion of, of poop. We got a legion of farts. We got the Legion of Doom. We got a now, Legion of Chumps. Doom's Doom's Day is approaching. DQ. Yeah. 
We got a legion he of should, he, he, he never ever should have said he wants to take over the defense because now <laughs> he looks more like a chump than he ever did look, than he ever did before. At least if he hired a defensive coordinator, he could put the blame some of the blame on them. But now he's the head coach that's well, calling he, the defensive plays, and he's taking all the criticism, and it's rightly rightfully deserved because the defense looks like well, crap. I don't know if you heard his press conference after the game and. He kinda, no, I, I heard it. I sent it out to you guys, the Periscope. He well, he kind of threw some of the some some other assistant coordinators under the bus. He said that. Uh, Man, I was watching game. it like I was watching Judge <laughs> Judy. I went by this shit. All right, I, I was like, nope. This is like Judge Mathis right now. I was watching like Judge Mathis. Nope, not buying it. So basically, he went. He in the long. It he didn't. He kind of admitted that. He's in over his head by doing that. You can't be the head coach and the division coordinator. You can't be two coaches at once, man. If you can, you got to be real good. Like Andy Dalton. And he's, and he's, Andy Reed. Seven games in. Seven games, seven games in. Andy Reid's the uh, offensive coordinator for the Chiefs right. and the head coach. Right. Only a few that can do it. DQ's not one of them. Apparently not. Exactly. Apparently not. I wish we could go out there and get uh, Andy Reid as our offensive coordinator. Probably not going to happen. But so I mean, we need we need some serious hope, like work. Like, who's going to come in and fix this? Because you can't <laughs> fix this in one or two seasons if you're going to still have these same players. Like, I mean, this is a long term project, and like I said, Matt Ryan and Julio are not getting any younger. This is a long term project right here. Uh. I'm, I'm honestly that's that's pretty much you know why Calvin Ridley's there, um, Burk, Burkhart, Burk, whatever his name is. I mean, he's he's a suitable replacement, right? Because I mean, he plays a lot better than Matt Schaub, and he's younger. So some people were saying, would he want to come here? Who Burkhart? Burkhart, yeah. As a coach, right? You talking about as a coach, right? I'm, no, who who who's the 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 third string? quarterback that we have. Oh, oh, the, oh, my bad. Yeah. That's Burkhart. Right, the Burkhart. No, I think he's right. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. But the third string quarterback the one that got, behind the, the one offensive that got line is still going to get get hurt. True. But but he's a little bit more mobile. So, I mean, the offensive line, the offensive line it's... I don't know... I, I mean, like stat-wise, if it's the absolute worst in the league, but it's something that can be tweaked and, and transformed to be, you know, what I'm a lot better in just in just about a year. You know what I mean? I so don't I don't know if you can tweak that line in one year. The I second, mean, the defensive secondary, the pass rush, and the offensive line. I'm, I'm just talking about the issues. And how can you fix all three of those in one off season? You can't. You got to start over. You got to rebuild. You have to focus on one part and then build build that until uh, until you have it. You can't, you know, you know, this is not like putting together a puzzle. Well, I'm going to work on the right corner and now I'm going to move over to the left corner. You know what I mean? It, you have to focus on on one on one section of, of of that the whole team. No, I agree, and I would start with the offensive line because I think if you can get a good offensive line here, the offense can put up some points. But then it just becomes a shootout. The defense is going to give up points. The offense is going to score points. And then it's just kind of like last person with the ball wins the game. But, hey, that gives us a better shot at what's going on this year. Because this year we're just getting blown out in every which way. But 
But it would be nice if, you know, you know, it was like, hey, if the offense has the ball on the last possession, there's a chance they could win. Right. Because then I, I watched the entire game. But a game like last Sunday, at the end of the ha- at halftime, you could just stop watching that game and just get over with it. My wife was at the game and she was like, the first quarter. Yeah, the first quarter, the, she's like, the stadium was filled. She's like, second quarter, people started walking out, going to, you know, other places. And then she was like, third quarter, it was getting kind of empty and she's like by the fourth quarter and she was with customers so she had to stay there for the entire game she's like when the she's like when the final whistle blew she was like cute the stadium was empty it was ridiculous it was stupid well I need to fix that but um Aries you you were trying to say something it's crazy on 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 how I, I saw like you know like I, like I said I, I did I caught some of the game and when they were you know going to a commercial or whatever and they showed the stadium it was a ghost town a bunch of red like a sea of red because all the seats are red like a sea of yeah. red it looked like that picture Houston <laughs> so that, yeah. that blew the, the only my wife was like the only thing that was different from some of the Falcons games I've gone to is she's like. In past times, if you're playing the Steelers or the Bears or the Cowboys, she's like, the stadium's empty except for all those other team fans there. But she said, you know, the Rams don't have a a presence in Atlanta. So she said, you know, all the Falcons right. fans left and left the stadium empty. Yeah. But, you know, I've been there before where we played the Bears and the Bears beat us. And at the end of the game, you know, there's no Falcons fans, but there was still like... 30,000 Bears fans at the end of the final, the, you know, the final whistle. And you're just like, wow. All right. Well, it was bad. Especially the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles travel well in Atlanta. Oh, my goodness. The Eagles and the Steelers. But, well, those buddy, are the hardest games to watch if you, if you, uh, if the, if the Falcons are losing. My buddy, Darrell works that game too, man. He works there too. And, you know, he was excited at the beginning of the year. And he was talking about the game and the Philly game, but now he's like, man, he's like, it's even just working there and being around those the people and and all that. It's like it's just like you know, ominous as hell. Yeah, yeah, and you got to worry about too the same thing. It's like if they keep this up and, and Falcon fans don't want to go to the games, if they don't, if they can't fill half of the stadium, we can't watch the game. It gets blacked out locally. Well, you, so know. you gotta remember that. And we've been through that in past years. I remember past years as a kid. Right. When you watch the Falcons play and you know, you turn to the channel and not only do you not get a game at all, it says the Falcons are playing, you turn to it and then it says blacked out and you can't watch them. So it's not like you, like you get a replacement locally. You get nothing. Well, we I know, yeah. man. Go ahead, Aries. No. I was just agreeing with him. And no, we keep, we're looking like the new uh, Cleveland Browns here, man. You know, Cleveland Browns of the South. Ouch. But then, unfortunately, the Cleveland Browns beat us last season. So that's even more, you know, even I mean, more of a put down for the schools. The Cleveland Browns have got a history of, of being a sucky ass team. So I, I'm not going to go there just yet after one season. You know, but get, you know, four, four or five years down the line, and they can't pull a, a 500 team out. Then, then okay, maybe then. But right. one year, we're near the Browns. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, two years actually. We <laughs> count last year, but but it, I, I see what you're but saying. But here's but here, but here's the thing that kills me. We got all these superstars on offense. All these superstars on offense. 
and our superstars shine so bright that overnight, I guess about midnight, this deal got put together that the New England Patriots, a team that wins, wins, wins with nobodies, steals one of our one of our receivers to bring to their team to help out their franchise. And I'm like, we played the Patriots in the Super Bowl, what, two years ago? Yeah. And then the next year, the Patriots went to the Super Bowl, lost to the Eagles. Yep. And then the next year, the the Patriots went to the Super Bowl and beat the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Can you name, can you name anybody on the Steelers that's better than Julio Jones or Kevin Ridley or Austin Hooper? I mean, I know you got Julian Edelman. I'll give you that. But offensively, can you name a bunch of stars that they have that makes no. you go, oh, this is why. This is no. why these guys are. Exactly. No. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's what's driving me fucking nuts, man. That's what's driving drive me nuts. Our system is flawed and oh, yeah. we need to start over. We need to rebuild. Our system is mean, flawed. That's, that's just, that's just, that just goes, goes with, with everybody. But no, no other NFL team has done what New England has done in, in the last... 20 years ever you know what I mean I know but what's killing me is they're doing with nobodies and we have a bunch of fucking somebodies we have somebodies one of the best coaches of all time yeah he has a I don't know the best quarterback I mean the best uh, coach and the best quarterback arguably of all time man so can Win Super Bowls with nobody else around them that's that's selling jerseys like Julio Jones is, or like a Kevin Ridley is, or even a Sanu. I bet Muhammad Sanu is selling more fucking jerseys than any other receiver currently on the roster of the New England Patriots. Are you kidding me? Austin Hooper, Austin Hooper, falling out this year. I mean, I'm just over it. How are the New England Patriots able to keep moving on? And we've taken not one, not two, but like five freaking steps back since we went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. And the Patriots have just shown up at two more Super Bowls since then. Because they're the Patriots. Sure. Not that. Not that. The AFC, the AFC East, that that whole division is, is trash. For one, New England is the only dominant team in that division. Has won the division what 12, 15 years in a row. So you know, yeah. what I'm saying I, I'll give you that. But I mean, winning a Super Bowl is not easy. Winning a Super Bowl is not easy. Going to a Super Bowl is not easy. When you have, when you have to get to the playoffs, all you have to do is win your division. And the Patriots have done that every year for the last twelve to fifteen years. So the, the hard part, the hard part of getting to the playoffs is a cakewalk for the Patriots every single year. It's a cakewalk. And now, and now, so when when you're guaranteed what six six to five wins out the division every year, so then you win your division, you you get a buy, a first round buy. You know what I'm saying? Because you have the best quarterback in in the league. So now, so now you're winning. 10, 12 games on average every year. So you get the first round by, and now all you got to do is beat two other teams. 
You know but is Tom, Brady, is Tom Brady the best quarterback in the league? I kind of think that the yes. way Matt Ryan is playing, Matt Ryan is pretty much Tom's equal right now. No, I'm not even saying that. It's just that, but he has weapons to make him his equal. You know what I'm saying? It's that it's that whole division together. It's just it's trash. I'm sorry to say, but the Dolphins are trash. The Bills are trash. The Jets have always been trash. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you got teams that you're facing like that every year who can't build, who yeah, can't get that. Be better every year, it makes you a dominant team. Yeah. I mean, could you know I get that, but when the playoffs start, the playoffs are the playoffs. No, but I see but what Harris is saying. If, if if the Patriots were in our division, it wouldn't be as easy as there as there it is. Be. Oh yeah, if the Patriots are, were in yeah. our division and they were up uh, twenty eight to three at halftime. They probably wouldn't lose to the Falcons. <laughs> oh, cute! Trying to be funny, right? But I'm, I'm no, 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 not trying to be funny. I'm just saying. Remember, you do have to battle your division, but you do have to win that Super Bowl. And but I think. Okay, but look, New England Patriots have been to 10 Super Bowls in a row. They've won six of them. They've won six of them. It's, it's, it's because they get But the thing is, is, they're doing it with an offense that's not even the superior. The one year they were, you know, the one year they should have won the Super Bowl, they went undefeated. They went to the playoffs undefeated with Randy Moss that had that record breaking year. What happens? They lose to the Giants. They lost to the Giants. But, but look. Now they're doing it with nobodies. I mean, you talk about somebody that's that's turning to you, opening up their asshole, spreading their she- cheeks, and saying, kiss my fucking asshole. I mean, these guys are winning Plus playoff done games. A family show. Well, I'm just saying, man. They are they got the ass cheeks spread and just telling everybody in the league, kiss my asshole. They even get suspended Tom Brady for three games. They suspended Tom Brady for on, like Q. three games, Q, on, and they still on. won a Super Bowl. Hold on. Aries, go. Look, when when you when you look at the league as a whole, nobody actually sucks. These are all players that were drafted because they were better than everybody else they were going up against. So when you have a system and you need certain players to do certain things, that's what you're looking for in the draft. And Bill Belichick is is doing it better than anyone. Plain and simple. You you, you can take them same players and throw them on a different team and you never hear from them again because they're not in the system. They're not doing at what they're good at. Bill Belichick drafts and grabs free agents to do what they're good at. Plain and simple. He uses them They don't try, he doesn't not try to change the player. He uses what they do best. And that's the problem. Okay, Aries, I'm gonna give you that. But now I'm gonna pose a question to you. I'm gonna pose a question to you. Name an offense that has more and, and don't even take it, the fact that Sanu was traded. Keep Sanu on this team. Name an offensive team that has more firepower than the Falcons. More no, firepower I, offensively. Nobody. Is there a team elite? Nobody. Exactly. Right? Okay, good. Thank you. Now, on top of that, on top of that, can you name, take away Ju, uh, Julian Edelman, name the um, second leading receiver for the Patriots. I know who it is right now. I'm asking you to tell me who it is. I don't have a clue. You don't have a clue. Okay. 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 Tell me this right now. I, who leads? Who leads the Patriots in sacks right now? Don't have a clue. Exactly. And that is the fucking problem, man. That's the fucking problem. They're doing it with nobodies. 
have. I wouldn't even call them nobodies because they're, they're not spending money to do it. They're not spending money to do it either. They're not superstars. That's that's the thing. They're not nobodies. They're just not superstars. All, every player deserves to be on a team because they have a skill. But but if the thing is, is do you know how to use that skill? And Bill Belichick is using skilled players for their position for their system their system basically he's going to get somebody who knows how to cut to the line and get to the quarterback he's not going to turn him into a drop back DN he's not going to try to move him to a to a you know what I'm saying defensive tackle or offense he's going to use him what he's good at and that's getting to the quarterback you you think about it I tell you what if if the Patriots had Vic Beasley Vic Beasley would be like 10-12 sacks right now because he would use him. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. He would use him. He would. He would pull. He would pull Vic out. Vic would not be an every down player. He would be a first and third down um, pass. Rate. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, guys. Hate to cut you off, but we need to start wrapping this up. Um. So we know it's panic time. They're changing. <laughs> it's panic time, man. <laughs> if your, hands, if your fingers are on the panic, if your, if your fingers are on the panic button, you're a damn fool. It's panic time. It's rebuild in, time. What are we? One in six now? Yeah. One in one six in, with the... One in five. With the... One in... We're going to play six? Right. Okay. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. I canceled, I canceled my trip to my trip to San Francisco. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, man. Everybody's canceling stuff, giving up selling the seats and all that, man. It's it's, it's not a good look. For, for I'm not I'm not going to spend over a grand just to get there and just watch them lose against uh, probably the one of the best defenses in the NFC. So yeah, I'm good. I watch that shit on TV. Yeah. All right, guys. You listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast. All right, fellas. So I guess we know who's taking who's taking next week. <laughs> yeah. So well, I might be taking. Uh, well, next week we're we're facing uh, Russell Wilson, and they're already pissed off because they got beat. So uh, you know we're gonna take them on, and uh, we're gonna get a, our six and one record. <laughs> so I think because it's not a hundred percent sure if Matt Ryan's gonna make it because he has an injured spring high ankle and why even chance it he's like let's go ahead and sit him to the bye but that's just what I think so uh, what do you guys think Rams Seahawks I mean uh, Seahawks Falcons Seahawks yeah. Falcons I, I think the Falcons lose <clears throat> I think the defense loses the game for them but I think the offense still has a chance I, Matt Schaub is a capable quarterback I mean he went to Houston and did some big things and even last week I know he came in late in the game and he was facing some second string players for this for the uh, for the Rams or whatever but he looked good he looked sharp he didn't look intimidated he was able to get some passes off I think I think the offense can still put up some points I wouldn't be surprised if the offense put up 14 to 17 points but I think that the uh, Ram, uh, I think that the uh, Seahawks will put up way more than that because we won't be able to find a way to stop them. Right. What do you? What about you, Aries? Here's a switch. Let's guess how 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 many points the team is going to lose by. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I say twenty one. I'm going to say. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I was going to say seventeen. So we're about in the same ballpark. Yeah, I'm going to say fourteen points. It's going to be like twenty one seven. 
28, 28, and something like that. So, but I mean, and, and, and it sucks because this, this team is has way more potential to, to do, do better. But right now, I'm just looking right now. I'm going to go through college and see who's who's the top um, draft pick right now. And that's what, what we're going to end up getting. Yep. So, sorry. It's crazy. We only six games. Here's, in something, and interesting. About the here's draft. something interesting. Something interesting. I didn't mention. Has anybody followed the story of uh, Marcus Mariota? In Tennessee, no, no. So he's been benched. Oh yeah, he's been benched. Yeah. yeah. So that. you know that, right? Yeah. You know he's been benched, right? Yeah. But you realize it was only three weeks ago that he came to Atlanta and balled out against the Falcons. Oh yeah. <clears throat> we balled out against the Falcons three weeks ago, and now he's been benched. He didn't even start last week. Yeah, I don't even think he played last week. That is a true sign of what of what's going on in Atlanta right there. When I heard that story, I was like, oh my goodness. Marcus Mariota, three weeks ago, balled out against us, and now this dude yeah. doesn't even have a starting job? I'm like, what in the hell is going on? We haven't <clears throat> we haven't seen this team this bad, man. This is like people have been saying back to the whole end of Vic going to jail and Bobby Petrino uh, season in years, man. That's it's, This is kind of like that, but worse. And for my wife that wouldn't believe me, who was the starting quarterback that year? Wasn't it Joey Harrington? Chris Redman. Chris Redman? And then after that, it was Joey Harrington? Yes. And then Byron Lethwich. And then Byron Lethwich. My wife was like, no, 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 no. She was like, uh, Matt Schaub had a chance here. And I was like, no, Matt Schaub got traded and was gone. And she's like, no, no, no. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. She wouldn't believe yeah, me. He, Matt he Schaub was here. He was gone. They, they, they traded shot after Vic blew up. They traded shot. Yep. The Houston Texans. Yep, exactly. She didn't believe that. She thought he had one shot here in Atlanta and, and blew it. When I was like, no, he didn't. Yep. So we argued about that on Sunday. And I'm like, well, okay. Think what it's you want. Google it. Say what is. But my shot is a good, capable quarterback, though. Say what is. I said, I said his first shot was in Houston. So, all right, all right. Well, I guess the, you know, that's what it's going to be, man. And I'm pretty soon, pretty sure we could assume that the fellows who are not here probably lean towards Falcons losing as well. But I don't know how many points. If Matt Schaub pulls off a win, how do we feel? How do we feel if Matt Schaub pulls off a win? Well, could happen. Very strange, but could happen. That will be a whole different conversation we can talk about next week, sir. It don't really matter. Matt, I'm, I mean, master starter, regardless. Right. Exactly. It ain't, yeah, it don't really matter at the end. At the end. It's not like it's going to job. But hey, man, there's still a lot of time left. If Matt Schaub wins, when, you know, coaching says, let's let's keep Schaub in. Let's just see what happens. I mean, imagine if we could go on a four or five game, you know, in a row. Right. Wins in a row. All right, folks. <laughs> I doubt it with the defense, but, but what if it happens though? What if it happens? And you guys might be looking at me like I'm crazy, but Rock, you my compliments tonight early on the show. I thank you for my compliments. Well, but now I'm going out on a limb right now. We'll, we'll see. We'll just have to see, sir. We'll just have to see. What are you saying, Aries? We're going to wrap this up? You know what I'm saying? I love his optimism. <laughs> yep. 
cue is Negro Dumbest. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to wrap this up. Um, I'm sure there's some things we didn't talk about, but that's okay because everybody's already talking about it, you know, but... Uh, I want to thank everybody for checking out the What's Up Fox podcast. You can check us out on iTunes. You can check us out on SoundCloud. You can check us out at Armchair, exclusively at Armchair All American. And you can hit us up at whatsupfalcons.com and on Twitter. And also, you can hit up a boy Aries Falcon at on YouTube. Aries, you still putting out new videos? Uh, I haven't put one out in a while, but I, I plan to. I've been working. A whole lot, so I'm I'm pulling two jobs. Only got one day off a week now, so it's been tough. Hard working dude, man. Do your thing. Do the thing. All right, fellows. If that is it, I will talk to y'all next time. Yep, yep. See y'all. All right. See All right. ya. See Thank ya. you. Bye. Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com.